Hello, everyone, and welcome to We Blame Harry Styles, a podcast dedicated to the work of musician, model, and actor Harry Styles. This week on episode 18, we're going to cover the first three stops of Love on Tour, Las Vegas, Denver, and San Antonio. My name is Keith. And I'm Gray. And what do you blame Harry for this week, Gray? So I was bequeathed unto me a 2012 (laughs) uh, singing Harry Styles doll from a friend who also got it secondhand. And I said, I'm going to dress up this Harry in pretty outfits, but I didn't really know what I was going to do. So long story short, I've learned how to make doll clothes and I've been making his tour outfits. Uh, and now I have just this tiny Harry in tour outfits hanging around my house. How long is this bit going to go on for? Uh, who knows? People have said that I really know how to stick to things. So yeah, uh, follow me on Instagram, tiny Harry on tour. <laughs> <laughs> iconic this is just such this is such a good way to follow this tour and create content around it so mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited to to see that throughout the tour what do you blame him for key so um you guys tour is happening I, I don't know if you could tell by the name of this episode or by everything that we just said but uh fucking love on tour is occurring in our real life and society On our last episode that we had with the delightful Ava, which you should definitely listen to if you haven't yet, um, that we recorded where we did like an outfit draft of a lot of outfits, including outfits from Harry's last tour, we were like, yeah, like, who knows if tour is going to happen? Like, we kind of think it's not going to happen. Like, who knows? And lo and behold, here we are recording our episode on the first three tour dates. So that's very exciting. Um, so yeah, so I guess this is my long-winded way of saying that I blame Harry for the lack of sleep and my bedtime over this past week because I have stayed up and watched live streams and then stayed up farther to just just keep up with all the tweets, keep up with all the content, the, <laughs> the, the deluge of photos and videos that just comes at the end of every single show. So that's that's been my experience this past week. We're recording this on a Saturday and I slept until like... 11 which is a big deal for me Uh, yesterday i went to a movie i guess i blame harry for this went to uh shanxi with a friend of mine and i was so tired and it was like it was a dinner theater which was really fun but that means i had like food and booze and stuff in me and so in the middle of the movie which was amazing i started like dozing off a little bit (laughs) she was very understanding but yeah so i definitely blame harry styles for that too because i i missed a little bit of the middle of that movie yeah tragic but uh i have a feeling that this is going to be happening more and more especially when we actually start attending these shows which will be very <laughs> exciting hopefully the tour is still going then and uh, that will be at the end of october for us yeah. beginning um, of october for me oh yeah. yeah i totally forgot about that october because 4th. i have to not i have to sell my ticket for that show that being said we're now at the beginning of this podcast hello listeners if you want to sell me a ticket to uh harry ween at the end of october or either of harry's shows at mohegan sun arena in connecticut i would be much obliged to you please get into contact with me uh at the podcast at which is in the description of this podcast that'd be great thank you okay (laughs) yes but so Now, let us get into our tour diary of the first three shows of Love on Tour. This is so exciting. I've just been waiting for Harry to go on tour 
just ever since I became a fan of his because everybody spoke so highly of the first tour and how fun it was being a fan during that time. And boy, has this not disappointed up until this point, which is three shows in. So I'm going to explain a little bit um, what we're going to try and do with this episode and what we're going to try and do going forward covering Harry's tour. And yeah, then we'll just get right into it. So we're doing something a little different for Love on Tour, a little less in depth, a little more audience oriented. So after the tour, we're going to have like a Love on Tour spectacular where we're going to cover like maybe deeper, like the tour as a whole and kind of like the, you know, hour and 45 minutes to two and a half hour epic style that we try not to do and always end up doing anyway. Um, but for now, we're going to try to keep our finger on the pulse of this tour and briefly cover how we feel, briefly being the operative word that I'm sure we'll fail at some of the time, but we'll try um and yeah how our audience feels about what's been going on so right now actually interestingly enough harry's show starts in dallas in an hour so (laughs) that's really gonna force us to keep it brief okay so we're really gonna try hard and we're gonna try to go through our thoughts on his outfits the set list the music just the things that have cropped up um yeah from the first three shows so do we want to get into las vegas let's get into it Okay, Gray, so what did you think of Harry's outfit for the very first Love on Tour show in Las Vegas? Oh my god. Okay, so as you know, you and me were uh, streaming, we were live streaming, uh, shout out to the beautiful Rora on Instagram and all of the other live streamers that evening, uh, you are rock stars. It's so uh, So he came on the stage... And I saw immediately that he was shirtless, and I messaged P, tits, <laughs> in all caps. Um, and you were not alone. We are not alone. I guess now is a good time to mention that we polled our audience about all three of these shows, and we will continue doing so during Love on Tour. And in our notable audience reactions to this outfit, uh, many other people <laughs> said tits, they said titties. They said no shirt. Always welcome. Please continue. Chest. People uh, had they had a strong reaction to this outfit, and I will say that I did the same. I loved the way this vest moved on stage. Oh mm-hmm. my god, the way that it like uh, shimmered under the lights and like swished and like moved with his body. Uh, it was just incredible. I think that Pink was a very strong choice for his first concert. I'm really curious if that was always intended to be his first. Um, this outfit, I feel, has kind of like a Vegas vibe to it with mm-hmm. the glam and the sparkle. So it seems like it was made for Vegas, but I obviously can't know that. I like the person who said if the whole concert were to be described in a color, it'd be hot pink. I definitely agree. Yeah, I I will say I have to be honest about my initial reaction. I wasn't initially sure about the different colors of the vest and the pants, but I think it's definitely grown on me, especially seeing it in motion. I feel like this outfit, um, I feel like a lot of the stills, they don't do it totally justice, um, Mm -hmm. but the ones where they're photographing him in motion or videoing him in motion. Like, it's really spectacular. It's very special. Key, what do you think? Yeah, I loved it. I'll just say right now, this is my favorite of the three mm-hmm. outfits we've seen so far. I think it's the most unique. I think that 
probably it was an outfit that originated after the original slate of looks for the original tour would be my guess like there's no way to know for sure but because the other two shows that we're going to talk about later have such a similar aesthetic um and this stands out so much i think number one that's great for the first show of the tour makes it really special number two it makes me think maybe it was chosen later um yeah i loved it i love the sparkle i think the the sparkle like kind of look works so well on stage and you, and you really can see it from so far away and you're so right that it moves very well it kind of has that high-waisted aesthetic that it, you know keeps it in contact with the fine line album kind of looks but is differentiated because it doesn't have that that same like suspendery look that we're going to talk about later so yeah I, I i really loved it i thought it was great i liked the person who commented that uh, it provides ways for Harry to have fun while moving freely, similar to the Boa in the Grammys. I think that that yes. I think that you're right that that hints that um, this was conceptualized later because it has that sort of feel to it. Yeah. So thank you to the yeah. person who said that, and thank you if we haven't said so far to everybody who submitted all their thoughts on the survey. Um, it's really great and interesting to kind of just hear everybody's feedback, and yeah, so it's really fun. Yeah. Okay. So. Do you want to move on to the questions? So we, we kind of split this into four questions in the survey. So with each of these conversations, we'll be splitting them into four questions, four little sections. What did you think of the music, uh, the general sound, the set list, the performers? Yeah, so I love, so we should say that Harry has switched up the, the touring band lineup uh, this time around. So for Love on Tour, we have the new editions of Niji, Polly, and Ellen. Um, so it's kind of great to, to see them on stage and to see like their reactions to like Harry's fan base and to all the, the, the crazy stuff that's been going on. Um, Polly is the music director, I believe, and has done the arrangements for this tour and their work has just been great. I think we'll talk about this later a little bit, I guess, as we go through like the set list. But um, that's something I've really taken away. I think there's some really interesting arrangements on songs like Canyon Moon in particular that just make them sound really unique and kind of new and exciting. So that's something that I've, I'm really appreciative of. And yeah, it's just fun to see like, I don't know, like we're kind of new fans, new-ish. Like I don't feel like a new fan, but we weren't here for the last tour. So it's kind of fun to see like the touring members also kind of experiencing the tour for the first time as we do. Yeah, the energy that all of the new performers are bringing is really great uh -huh. and is really, really special. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so now do we want to get into the set list itself? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so let's kind of just like read the rundown of what the order is and then we can kind of get into some of our specific thoughts. So all three of the shows have had the same set list. I'm curious to see if that's going to change in the future. Um, I do feel like it's like a short enough show that they could totally add songs later. But um, yeah, so it seems like the set list for this tour is going to be Golden, starting with the style poem intro, then Carolina, Adore You, Only Angel, She, Falling with the Two Ghosts intro, Sunflower Volume 6, Woman, Cherry, Lights Up, Canyon Moon, Treat People with Kindness, What Makes You Beautiful, Fine Line, then of course we have the Encore, which is Sign of the Times, Watermelon Sugar, and Kiwi. So what are your kind of initial thoughts on that set list? Is there anything you wish was on there? Is there anything your psyched is on there? Like, what are your kind of general thoughts on that, Gray? Yeah, I, I really like that he um, chose these songs. I'm going to be a rebel and say a lot of people are saying justice for to be so lonely. And I do like that song. Don't get me wrong. Me, I'm saying it. I'm saying justice for to be so lonely. I don't really mind so much that it's not on here. I, uh, I... 
generally like the set list. I love that Treat People With Kindness, when that comes on, big rainbow flashing lights come on, and then Harry dedicates like six minutes to waving flags and like dancing around. That is amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful. And that's what he wrote it for, and I love that confirmation too, too. That like that's the entire aesthetic of the of that like all the visuals on that song, and then into what makes you beautiful. They're both kind of mm-hmm. Harry's really gunning to make what makes you beautiful a pride anthem, which I love. Yeah, so that section of the set list is really great. He really said, "I wasn't straight when I was singing what makes you beautiful <laughs> the whole time." And so that makes it not a straight song, <laughs> which I just think is great. Um, yeah, I love it. And so I I think that the gut punch fine line and then he gives you like a minute and then he launches into Sign of the Times really oh. like whacks you across the face. Yeah, that's a super emotional back to back. Yeah, it's great. I'm going to be yeah, when great. I finally go to the concert, I'm probably going to be like sobbing at that point so uh i love whatever he's doing with watermelon sugar i love (laughs) i love what he did with watermelon sugar in vegas (laughs) okay yeah so i guess this is a good place to talk about this so like i think what happened was like harry and the band like had this idea planned that they were going to do like a little intro for watermelon sugar where he was going to do like a call and response like freddie mercury type ao type thing and it just like didn't really work in vegas um and he wasn't really sure and i think there was like a lot of nervous energy in vegas Mm -hmm. too like you know he didn't interact with the crowd as much and and i thought it was a great show but you could definitely feel like okay it's the first show there's like a little bit of nerves going on and so i think probably that contributed to it but it was kind of funny but also like like i i don't know i i felt like i'm sure it was totally fine and everybody who was there like loved the show but i did feel a little like secondhand embarrassment like oh no please oh, nail no. this like that <laughs> happened when he tried and failed to do like a really good like call and response intro to that but as we'll get into later he then nailed it at a at a subsequent performance so which at least was, that's good which was amazing to see so yes we will get into yes. that but seeing it in vegas it was it was cute like trying to figure out like what he was doing and then <laughs> later actually seeing what he meant to do is like oh so he is still being weird but this time it worked (laughs) yes exactly and can i just say so other thoughts so the i love the two ghosts intro into falling oh my god i know i think that's a really good way to keep it in the set list without like doing the entire song i love the lights up extended outro um, which I noticed, oh I think, God, most of yes. all at his third show. But I love that. I think it's really beautiful. So, again, I want to shout, shout out Polly's musical arrangements on that, who I assume is responsible for that. And Canyon Moon is in the set list, you it's guys. Here. We Yay. won. It's in there. Okay. I thought, if, if anything I was worried was going to get cut, it's Canyon Moon. I'm sorry to everybody whose version of Canyon Moon is to be so lonely. I feel you. Um, I'm very glad that Canyon Moon made it. And even if that has to come at the loss of To Be So Lonely, but I also would like To Be So Lonely added in there. I mean, there's room to add it. It literally would add like two minutes to the concert. Like, come on, Harry, do it. But yeah, I'm thrilled that Canyon Moon is in there and I don't want it traded for anything else. And so I'm almost afraid of any changes being made because I am ju- I just like want Canyon Moon in there. But I think maybe they like the new arrangement of it so much that they wouldn't cut it regardless. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, I just couldn't be happier that it's in there and I just can't wait to scream it loud and in person. It's very different. I will say like... It's very fast. 
I love the new arrangements of everything, which uh, one person said it was musically so rich. Who knew I needed a disco vibe, Canyon Moon? Who knew I needed a jazz riff snuck into Watermelon Sugar and Latin percussion? Harry deserves this energy forever. Um, I will say in regards to Canyon Moon, I've listened to that song so many times that like it is a little weird that it sounds different to me. It's not bad. It's Mm. definitely not bad. But like. You know how sometimes you get a version of a song in your head and then like <laughs> yeah. it's slightly different. So I'm not quite used to that yet, but that's not a complaint or like an insult or anything. And I loved one thing that I loved, especially about the Vegas concert was it was so like each time I thought that they were like starting like a new song and then it was new arrangement of it. And right. I was and so, like interludes, musical interludes, yeah, things like that. I was yeah. so blown away by like how it flowed. The set flows like so beautifully right now. I feel like one of the things that we're seeing is where it flows so beautifully that we're slowly watching them be able to say, okay, this is how it flows. Now we can add in this. Now we can add in that with the audience reactions too. Right. Um, because it was like so tight. And I feel like at the beginning when they were nervous, maybe they maybe didn't have, they didn't understand where the spaces for that was. Yeah. I think that's probably true. Yeah. I will say somebody said hashtag justice for medicine. I think that's my like to be so lonely. Like I, I am key and I were both saying, yeah, it's probably going to get cut. It's probably going to get cut, but I can't help it. I never got to see medicine, you know? Yeah. I'd obviously love it if it were in there, but I definitely like had absolutely no expectation that it would be to le- to be so lonely is a little different for me because I thought like that one to me had a much larger chance of being on there. But um, yeah, obviously I'd like it to be on there. I just, you know, it's all about expectation versus reality. And I just like, I just never really even thought that that would make it on there, but it would have been a nice surprise for sure. Yeah. Um, this one person noted, I was in the cherry pit and Polly and Niji were having a blast. At one point, Harry was standing in the middle and asked them, what do you think with the biggest smile on his face? It seemed like such a pure moment of him checking on them and him seeming like he's so proud of himself and the fans and the energy they created his shows. So I guess to close out that section, I, yeah, I just think it's really lovely too. I think that's great. Oh, that's cute. Mm -hmm. All right. So now do we want to get into kind of just our favorite moments and like general things about the Vegas show? Yeah, absolutely. So I have in our document this photo of a fan poster that they brought to Vegas that is a a Photoshop of Harry holding a baby on top of Pride Rock from The Lion King with Sarah and Mitch as like the lions. So like Harry's like Rafiki holding their baby. And I just think that it's a beautiful work of art and that everybody should look at it forever. And I'm happy that Harry saw it. So that's one of my takeaways. I love fan signs. I've been really enjoying, you know, seeing mostly after the show, like fan signs. Yeah, and Harry's reactions to them. So that's like a really fun aspect of all of this as well. Harry said at the beginning of the show, I've never played in the round before, right? So like in the, in the center of the arena, sometimes you'll have my face, sometimes you'll have my ass. If you have a preference, please let me know. Um, he's a demon, <laughs> like we've covered in the past. <laughs> that is so funny and he just knows that he's so funny. So truly, Harry, you suck and we hate you, but we don't and we love so you. Much. And we love you too much is the problem. Um, (laughs) yeah, so that is very funny. Other things that I noted, um, there's this video of Harry dancing with Niji and the rainbow flag during What Makes You Beautiful that 
it just like brings me so much joy and harry and a few different other members of the band have been like kind of matching their dancing this time around and that's just really fun to see videos post when when the shows come out and stuff like that yeah so it's just been really fun so those were some of my favorite moments that kind of emerged from the from the show I will say uh, one of my least favorite moments was dog reconfirmation. Somebody that asked was one him, of my favorites. Somebody asked him, do you prefer cats or dogs? A known fandom debate. And he said <laughs> dogs twice. He actually said it twice. He yeah. Dogs so twice. it's actually so cute. The video of it, he goes, he says dogs and he's like, says it to the beat of the music and he's like kind of dancing to the beat of the music. And then he says dogs again. <laughs> Just to make sure that it's it was clear. Cute. So I'm unstanding. I thought he was cat-ry. Yeah, you thought wrong. I, I'm, I mean, I prefer dogs myself, and I thought he was cat-ry, so this is like a real, like, surprising moment, and I love that people are just using science to, like, pull Harry on, like, innocuous, like, questions like that. That amuses me. Yeah, so then uh, some other moments that people pointed out are, yeah, so obviously the treat people with kindness turning into a big pride moment. Like, we knew that was going to happen, but it's so good to see it again. Um, yeah, Harry's emotional speech see. about touring. Yeah, so Harry, um, we, we didn't actually paste the exact speech into our document, so apologies for that. But um, basically at each of these shows, he's been giving kind of a speech about how good it feels to be on tour and how we've all been kind of going through something during this time collectively and individually and how good it feels to kind of get back to a moment where we can all come together for something like this. And I, that's very special and can't wait to hear that live and in person too. And yeah. So I think that kind of is most of our favorite moments from the show. So let's wrap up on Vegas by talking about just some general thoughts. I guess now is a good time to talk about Harry's merch. Mm -hmm. So we have kind of like an interesting rabbit slash hair theme here on the merch. That's my favorite of the new merch. Um, I find that interesting. Is it hair because it's Harry's? Is it rabbits because of love on tour? Come to your own conclusions about the, <laughs> the connection there at home. Um, I don't know, but I, I like the, the rabbit slash hair merch a lot. Yeah, I love the rabbit merch too. Um, I got a keychain and a tote bag and the tote bag I'm probably going to hang for decoration in the keychain. Oh my gosh, it's been so long since I've got a new keychain. So that's amazing. But I wasn't able to get a t-shirt because I got my email and immediately went to the site and, uh, the shirts in my size and one size bigger were already sold out and I was like mm, I'm gonna look a little bit like a like a, an encased sausage in a, in a medium <laughs> t-shirt and I don't think that that's gonna be very comfortable for me so yeah um in terms of notable audience reactions I guess probably the most notable one that I will say um was just this really nice thing that somebody left it was my first Harry show ever, so I definitely heard about what an open environment and safe space is for so many people. But getting to feel that energy and love in person is completely different. There was a collective excitement to see this person, which means so much to us in different ways. So I just think that wow. that was really sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. And I can't wait to experience that in person as well. Yeah. Oh, one thing, I guess uh, we won't totally be talking about Jenny Lewis because we haven't been watching her every night but i did watch her the first night and she's so good you guys i'm so happy that he chose her for his opening act she's just amazing and i'm so excited to see her in person too yeah yeah me too i'm excited yeah. to see her live i haven't been watching her show so it'll be a first time experience for me um to watch her open for harry when i attend but yeah that's exciting yeah um yeah so i think that pretty much wraps up vegas for us um why don't we close on a little comment 
All the Harrys there were so nice and fun. I feel bad now for bullying them online. Um, and the girl next to me came alone and we ended up screaming and freaking out together the whole show. The atmosphere was just really two hours of love. So that is beautiful. Um, and yeah, so Vegas was a really fun time. And I think, yeah, it's just exciting to see where the tour is going to go from there. So speaking of where the tour went from there, Harry Styles in Denver. So great. What did you think of Harry's Denver outfit? I love his Denver outfit. Um, I know that that's super controversial, but uh, <laughs> I really, you know, like I said, Tiny Harry on tour. Uh, I searched all around town for the materials to make this outfit. Um, and I'm, I just, I think that that's part of why I love it so much. I just love the contrast of colors and like, I know the people were disappointed after the first night that there was no boob content. Theoretically, they were like, where is it? But I knew what those buttons are for, Key. And I know what happened, which is that the buttons became unbuttoned over the course of the show. He, it's so true. He, 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 he teased with the buttons. He did. But I, yeah, I, I did find it amusing that people were like, one quote, he should have just taken the shirt off and kept the pants and <laughs> suspenders on. Another person, OMG, the DILF Papa Smurf Miranda Sings King. Oh my god. <laughs> and then this other person, this one really killed me. It reminded me of the other people. There were so many reactions to this outfit that were commenting on like how normie it was, but this one killed me. <laughs> it gives very English slash history professor that I would have had a crush on vibes and due to who I am as a person, I'm into it. <laughs> So maybe that has something to do with what I'm into also. I love that. What do you think, Keith? So I liked it. It's not my favorite. I think I did. It, I think the thing that's hard was that it is so different in like multiple different ways from the outfit for the first show. So like the first show is sparkly, you got jewel tones, and you have kind of a departure from the suspenders like aesthetic that we've had so far. And then to come back into that aesthetic for the second show and also in a completely different color palette entirely mm -hmm. is like interesting and yeah i don't dislike the outfit by any means i think he looked really good in it i think especially in photos after the show it looks really good and the red definitely serves that purpose of like you know making him stand out from far away and yeah it i i didn't like dislike it but it, it wasn't my favorite of the three do you have any other additional feelings about the music and performers? Uh, I know that in our survey, we asked about the music and set list. And going forward, we're debating um, changing that because obviously, like, as we've seen and we'll talk about, it seems like the set list is going to be pretty similar um, every time. But for now, he, do you have any additional thoughts on, like, the general sound and set list that were different than Vegas? Um, so I guess just echoing kind of what we said before and echoing a listener comment here who said that the set list is too short, but the music sounds great and arrangements are immaculate. I feel kind of similar. I feel it, it, like an hour and a half, Gray and I talked about this, you know, offline. I kind of rubbed up against the runtime of the concert and I thought it was too short. And then Gray was like, what concerts have you been going to? Like plenty of people's sets are an hour and a half long. Um, and that's valid, but I, I don't know. I guess I have been to concerts that are longer and I kind of expected it to be longer than his first tour just because he has twice as many songs so i would love if he added to be so lonely back in i'd love if he added in a cover um i i just think that's like that would be fun um and i think definitely there would be time because like right now i'm gonna like show up back at my house at like 11 p.m from the concert like ready to go to sleep like way earlier than i usually would expect 
Um, so I guess that's my main takeaway from the music this time is that, yeah, even even with some kind of added stage interaction, it still just felt like it went by so fast. Obviously, you want to leave people wanting more rather than the opposite. But yeah, I definitely could go for a couple more additions there. Although I do think that like part of it is like the set list is so tight, which is very impressive to me. And I do think part of it is like it feels short because like it really is good it flows it flows together yeah Yeah. that's a good point um because an an hour and a half long set could definitely drag (laughs) and it doesn't there's no point i feel like where it really lets up so i mean i'm not saying harry never make your set list longer but uh (laughs) it is it is 17 songs the same as last time which felt surprising because it felt like i think that there may be might be this perception that there are fewer songs than last time. I just thought there'd be more songs. I think it's all about expectation, like I said before, right? Like, because he has a whole new album, you expect there to be more songs added instead of just the same. But yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. Definitely. So we'll talk about favorite moments from the show. First off, oh my God, them performing it at altitude and like the oxygen and Polly, I hope you're feeling better because I know that you fainted from the oxygen and Harry like with the oxygen on stage. Like I, 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 like, yeah, I guess that's not a favorite moment, no, 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 but it no, definitely no, emerges not, as a notable one. Yeah, that's notable. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like before we get into favorite moments, I wanted to note that as a notable moment, it's like crazy, like yeah, extreme sport sure. level stuff. So key what were some of your favorite non-altitudinous moments from from the show? (laughs) Yeah, so definitely in this show, um, there's starting to be some more crowd interaction. Um, And I think that's something we're going to see going forward is that with each show, as they become more and more comfortable with the set list and and with everything, um, we're going to see a little bit more of that. So just the cute, you know, Harry does that thing where he catches a kiss and puts it in his pocket, which is always very adorable um, (laughs) that I noted that Harry grabbed the um, by flag and the Black Lives Matter flag from the audience, from people in the pit, which was really special and cool. I think the first night he, he took the pride flag, but, you know, he took the rainbow flag. So it's kind of cool to see, you know, throughout the tour, I'm sure he'll grab kind of like a different range of pride flags. It's always fun to kind of see that um, and to see people kind of very proud that, that either they were able to give Harry their flag or, or to see him with their flag. And that's kind of a cool element of all of this. So... Yeah, that was fun. Um, and Harry Smelling Weed emerges as a notable moment from the Denver show as well, where there's this funny video <laughs> of Harry like seeing or smelling in the audience like people smoking weed and like he has kind of a funny reaction to it. So yeah, that that that's a quintessential Denver concert moment for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, him just pointing at like you. Oh, it's all of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. A lot of people saying. That he was saying, I want to kiss you, but I can't. And then catching a yeah, kiss in his pocket. Yeah, there was an exchange with one fan, yeah. People were saying, unverified, that he was saying it to a dad. I would like some <laughs> verification, please. I've noticed um, something very amusing about Harry Twitter. That people just lie with abandon? Just people, like, <laughs> lying about, like, what he said. Which usually, like, in when he's not active... All of the lying that takes place is sometimes very annoying. But when he's active, it feels like the 
the lies get corrected very quickly. So I think that that's maybe like, <laughs> so it feels less harmful, right? So I, I feel like it doesn't really bother me because like I just get to watch people like just make up anything, and then finally like everybody's like, no, no, that's not that didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. People, yeah, people are ready to lie about about love on tour related things. So I'll be interested to see going forward. Really, we're going to try and focus on uh, video recorded moments <laughs> from the show. And of course, we trust our listeners when you report into our survey. So there's yes, that as well. Of course. Um, yeah. Oh, and then how do we forget to mention the little dance that Harry did when someone had a sign that was oh like, show us your God. tits or something. Oh, it's so, oh my God. <laughs> what a moment in time. A moment in time. So, so good. Yeah. How do you feel? This person noted, not entirely related, but I saw Gucci's post about Harry wearing special Gucci pieces for the entire Love on Tour concert series. So now I'm wondering if there won't be any other designers whatsoever, which would be a shame because he's worn some amazing outfits by other brands and designers in the past. What do you think about that, Keith? I completely agree with that listener comment 100%. Um, I like the outfits from Gucci that he's worn so far. I loved the first one, but I feel like it was so special for his first tour, I say, having not been there in real time for it, but it seems like it was looking at it in the past to see designs from people like Harris Reed and Palomo Spain and other brands. I, But particularly Harris Reed, I think the tour is like a really cool opportunity to kind of introduce like new voices like that. Um, and so that's something I was kind of looking forward to. If it is all Gucci looks, obviously that's fine. And I understand that Harry has a really strong relationship with Alessandro from Gucci and, you know, it kind of is what it is as long as the the most important thing is that the outfits are good that's really what i care about um but if i had my pick i i i think that's what i would want but you know i feel very very similar i feel yeah i feel pretty much the same i'm wondering if like people speculated like is it just pieces is it you know is it whole outfits so i guess we'll have to see what's about that yeah, to close this out, uh, somebody said, Harry is a cherub baby angel who's also a demon in disguise. And I would say so I would true. Agree. Yeah. So true, bestie. So true, bestie. Okay. Okay. Let us let that lead us into Harry's San Antonio show. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Gray, what did you think of the San Antonio fit? I loved the San Antonio fit. Uh, like many other people, it reminded me of uh, his fit on Jules Holland, which I loved. I know that maybe this is silly to keep bringing it up, but I had a lot of fun uh, recreating this one too. Uh, just like just like the whole vibes of it. I don't know. Just so good to me. I, I will say that um, I'm curious if he'll do any other silhouettes that are slightly different. Um, like the first outfit, uh, we'll have to see as the tour progresses. Yeah, we will see in about 15 we'll minutes see in about 15 uh, when minutes. Harry gets on the stage in Dallas. But yeah, I like this outfit too. Um, I think I liked it better than the Denver look. Again, I didn't just like the Denver look, but I just like that shiny kind of, you know, pearl iridescent shirt vibe. The pants too, the cream pants were like a little um, little shiny, light reflecty, which is cool. Um, reminds me of kind of like the lights up video, um, music video aesthetic. So I liked that. And yeah, loved the the shirt buttons beginning at about the second or third button down <laughs> on his stomach. So that's always nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So 
let us let that kind of bring us into the music, the sound, the performers. So the lights up outro I noticed particularly at this show. I don't know if that was just me. If the like the video recording live stream was better at the San Antonio show, I know that the the Wi-Fi was definitely a lot better and more consistent at this show than that the previous one. So, but particularly at that show, I noticed that the lights up outro was like really good, and I and I took note of that. Yeah. Then we have a listener saying that um, that they noticed Harry getting more and more comfortable with every show, which I definitely think was the case too. You saw even more interaction at this show, so yeah, all yeah, those yeah, things yeah. were kind of notable. Oh, I will say going back to the outfit. Uh, one last thing. Harry, you're in Texas for three shows. You better wear a cowboy hat at one of them. That's all I have to say. Yes. Okay. We're manifesting. If you listen to this, you'll know if he did or not, but I hope at one mm-hmm. point he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so also for the music, this also leads into favorite moments. Key, does it taste like raspberries? No. Does it taste like blueberries? <laughs> no. Does it taste like dried cherries? No. It tastes, tastes like, like strawberries. strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So like we said it at earlier, it actually worked in San Antonio. So very, very happy for him. Congrats, team. Congrats all around. Yeah, the watermelon sugar intro was great at this show, and it was really fun. And you could tell he had a super fun time with it. There was this moment where he like does a little dance, and he like moves mm-hmm. his hips, and he like looks to the band, and they all crack up. Yeah, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait. You know when it comes to like Harry Ween, by that point, the Watermelon Trigger intro is going to be like 12 minutes 12 long. 12 minutes long, yeah. It's going to be so long. What does and it he's taste gonna, like? like? Do it. Yeah, because you remember at the at last tour when he did, at his last show, he did Kiwi twice. I feel like it's going to be like that. And he's just going to be like super extra. And that's going to be a really fun moment of the show every night. So, yeah. All right, then I feel like for other, we'll, we'll kind of go through some of the audience uh, notable favorite moments of the show. So we have a couple of lesbian listeners shouting out that Harry held up the lesbian flag, saying that he's done it before at his last tour, but it was with a bunch of other flags. So she finally got her time to shine, and I felt so validated. So that Congrats was Congrats to the lesbians. I was, you know, I, I am not lesbian myself, but I felt... I felt so happy for the lesbians and just con- just let's go lesbians. Congratulations, lesbians. Um, yeah. So uh, how about him remembering a fan who attended his concert three years ago? Absolutely ludicrous. Crazy. He, his memory is so good. And I knew that before because I know at the last tour he did that and he like remembered people from show to show. But that's just like crazy to me. Like I'm like my memory is like shit. So I I'm just like astounded by that. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was crazy. And then, oh yeah, so there was the two people dressed as watermelons that met up at the San Antonio show. That was very funny. And yeah, and then we've got somebody throwing Harry flowers, um, oh, and, and the, him catching them. Yeah, and then we didn't mention the, the first appearance of the trans flag on the tour. Trans Harry, yes, let's so go. True. Let's keep throwing trans flags at him. It makes me feel very special. <laughs> I'm I'm in pit for I'm in pit for Harry Ween. So Key, do you think that I should try to push my way up to the front and take my shot, make Harry wave the trans flag at Harry Ween? Shoot your shot. I should throw it at his face because he'll catch it like he did with the flowers, evidently, because he's just good at everything and he has great hand-eye coordination, which is just not fair. That's too talent, much talent for one person. But (laughs) yes, I love to see him waving the trans flag. Um, Yeah. I could end up being that person uh, who I saw who whose flag did not quite make it to the stage and security <laughs> captured it. Press F to pay Perfect. respects. Yeah, F to pay respects to that person. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I guess just some last things to shout out from the San Antonio show. We have Harry, he gave a little speech like he does at every show, but this time he specifically said, don't let 
anybody tell you what to do with your body, which I took to be a reference to the abortion law in Texas. Of course, this is a pro-choice podcast, so we appreciated that little shout out from him. Um, does that does that kind of wrap up? I'm trying to think of anything else that emerges from the San Antonio show. We're trying to get out here before Harry performs in Dallas. So. Yeah, we have like ten, we have like ten minutes. Hopefully, minutes. we didn't overlook anything. Yeah, I guess the, the funniest reaction for this. I don't know. Obviously, you know who sent this in, but this made me realize perhaps money can buy happiness. Harry, the band, the crowd, Harry's iconic band outfits. Hello, love on tour keeps getting amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm super stoked. Love that. Yeah, so then just to kind of lead us out here, uh, what we're going to just talk about finally is just our experience, you know, with this being the beginning of tour and like how we feel about the fact that this is something that's happening. And I'll, I'll just start by saying it's been so much fun this this week and a half, this past week and a half to mm-hmm. to experience these shows um, on Instagram Lives, on TikTok live streams, on Twitter with everybody. Just just seeing the videos and the, and the, and the photos It's and seeing like, you know, fans dress up like the concerts are a fashion show and it's just feels like such a strong like community atmosphere. And I, I just like, you know, on the Vegas show, I just sat on the couch, I got a snack and I just like, you know, I was just so excited for it. And yeah, it's just, it's been a great last week and a half. So I'm really looking forward to kind of keeping this going and, and, and seeing the outfits every night and, and yeah, just getting together with everybody and, and having this fun time. So what about you, Greg? Yeah, I feel very similar. Um, obviously, like, I want to wrap up. I feel like I've said everything. I'm just super stoked. I've been having a great time. Uh, yeah, definitely. Great, great, great. Love on tour. It's happening. Love on tour. It's happening. Let's keep manifesting that people stay generally healthy. Please, if you're going to tour, get tested before and after. Wear yep. your mask. Wash your hands. And just uh, take care of each other, which is, you know, I think what Harry wants you to do. And it's what we want you to do as well. Okay, so usually we do a slightly longer outro, but in the interest of time, we're going to hold off for now. Thank you so much for all of your input into this project. We really value your time and participation. Key, do you want to take us out of here? Yes, you can contact us at WeeblinHarryStyles at gmail.com. On Twitter and Tumblr, we can be found at HarryStylesPod. Let us know what you think of the show. And one way to do that is to rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. We'd so appreciate it if you took a second and gave us a rating if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to us on your preferred podcast host to become notified of our next episode. Thank you for listening. We love you and talk to you next time. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, everyone.